0: Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you one bad mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week... One bad mother. When you say non traditional parenting, do you mean like not dressing alike as a family? We talked to the hosts of If These Ovaries Could Talk. Plus, Biz takes a quiz.
1: Woo! Things are doing. Damn it. Things are going all right
2: here in
3: Kentucky. Uh,
1: Just canceled our vacation, and now I'm trying to plan a really super special staycation. And. Trying to stay positive and active and get everyone outside. Biz, I want to let you know that you're never <laughs> wooing alone. Bye.
0: Oh, thank you. I am enjoying these woos so much. And thank you for calling and wooing and checking in. There's nothing more real about the pandemic than canceling your vacation. And good job. The staycation thing. I am trying to focus on my wording these days. And let's listen to our wording. I'm trying <laughs> to make it an interesting staycation. I am trying to put a positive spin on it. it y- yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I am too. That And that's that's part of being, you know, a person who wants things to be nice in the world. However... We can also lean on other people to help us do that because 11 years into this, I am really getting burned out on feeling like president of everyone's emotional states. So I say go for it, make it fun, but make sure you're making it fun for yourself. It's time for children to paint my toes (laughs) Uh, You're doing such a good job. I really hope that you're having a nice staycation. Speaking of doing a good job, I just want to say, it's the pandemic and you're all doing an incredible job. Really, essential workers, I am going to forever shout you out sometimes I just shout out thank you essential workers in my sleep and it startles Stefan and the cats a lot but they're getting used to it now everybody in the medical profession everybody who is out from farmers to people who are picking that produce and vegetables and loading it and people who are working in factories and I mean yeah every day everything I touch is the result of an essential worker somewhere, okay? So thank you, and I see you. And you are remarkable, and most of you are trying to do it all with kids and school returning, sometimes all on your own, sometimes with a helpful partner, sometimes without a helpful partner, and I see you. You're amazing. And again, I will continue to shout out Thank you to the Postal Service. Thank you to people volunteering for the election. (laughs) Hannah's trying to dance to the song, and the song is just not there yet. I'm going to have to keep working on it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is time to be active. I know we've all been trapped in our house, (laughs) and we're going crazy, and we want to feel like we can do something. Well, voting is something. (laughs) So... Go and register. Go and find out what your state requires for you to vote, either in person or by mail. Okay? Stop people when they say the mail-in ballots is going to be fraudulent. Just stop people. Just stop it. Just say, it doesn't, it, no, no, That none of that's based in truth. So, you are doing a good job, and I'm just going to sit here and take a nice long slip off my soapbox and land into this thing. Katie Bell. I'm taking her in for her physical because even in a pandemic, we got to get our vaccines. And she just turned 11, so it's the year of four shots. <laughs> she knows this is coming. But usually when we go in to the doctors, we fill out a little form when we get there. It's a questionnaire, and it's like, you know, when you, you do these, The at least at my medical group, you do these the moment you have a baby in your arms taking it into a doctor. It's like, are they sleeping? Are they eating? Are they having milk? Are they, you know, what how much screen time are are they getting less than two hours of screen time a day? Are they having you know, and I, very smugly, have been going along <laughs> especially the early years. Yes, 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 I'm so great. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They're just going to think I'm lying because I'm so great. And then I got the, question- <laughs> the questionnaire for Katie Bell's 11-year-old visit. And I am so surprised at how fast it feels like it went from Being asked, does your child get three servings of calcium a day to, are they dating? (laughs) I was like, what? No. (laughs) The fact that I could check yes for have I talked to my child about sex and puberty made me feel a little better when I also had to check Yes, my child eats fatty foods like chips more than once a week. <laughs> I answered everything, honestly. We ain't getting the calcium. My kids don't like that kind of the, the milk. They don't like the dairy. But we're figuring it out. That said, I just was like, oh, my God, we're about to enter into a whole new world of everything. And it was kind of a, a little bit of shock to the system. My baby. Is growing up, why not ask if she's shaving her legs or if she has a fake ID yet? Huh? Huh, medical institution? When does that quiz come? Speaking of things we are not ready for or things that are not familiar to us or we may not know about. <laughs> I think that possibly insultingly ties into <laughs> what we are going to talk about today, which is non-traditional Parenting with our very special guests, Jamie Kelton and Robin Hopkins, the producers and hosts of the popular podcast, If These Ovaries Could Talk. Guys, today I am joined by Jamie Kelton and Robin Hopkins, who are the producers and hosts of the popular and award-winning podcast, If These Ovaries Could Talk. Their mission is to normalize, elevate, and celebrate LGBTQ families, confirming they are just like other families. Do you mean children poop in your tub too and while shining a spotlight on all the different ways non-traditional families get made jamie and robin share their personal fertility journeys and their parenting adventures and uh guys they also have a new book out which we are going to uh, promote the hell out of today and probably into the future welcome jamie and robin
2: thank you so much <laughs> thank you we're all about the musical welcomes. I have to say, pooping in the tub, I just literally... Just
4: talked about that.
2: Wait, Did you? no, literally. my <laughs> You know the swimmy diaper? I'm on vacation right now. We're yeah. at the beach. You know swimmy diapers don't sure. hold in pee. We know this. You've yeah. been peed on with a swimmy diaper. But we just were uh, changing my son right before this started out of his swimmy diaper on the bed, as you do. And oh. we didn't yeah. realize there was poop in it, because yeah. why oh. would you? Why? Why oh, and yeah. uh, and then you know my wife she's doing it as quickly as she can so that we can get this so I can get set up here for the recording and as she's walking <laughs> out I walk step take a step forward and I oh. almost stepped mm. into a pile of poop nice. that had fallen to the floor so and you know Jamie wife, I
4: wish you had stepped in the poop it makes I'm the story so better. glad I did so cool. embarrassed
2: I'm, I'm so- gonna Hannah added it so she steps in the poop. <laughs> I should have said I I stepped in the poop. And even my wife said, you you should tell them you stepped in the poop. There's your content. There's your content right Right there. That's what she said.
4: It's your content.
0: Well, yeah, the pooping in the tub thing is never written about in a book. And it's such a surprise when it happens. But today we are not here to talk about uh, pooping in the tub, at least not yet. I want to start with asking what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? Robin, let's start with you. Who lives in your house?
4: Okay, so there's me, obviously. Uh, My wife, Mary, my lady friend. My daughter, Maxine. My son, Henry. Uh, A cat named Lucy who likes to pee on the bed. A fish named Steve. And the other fish, Red, is dead. I... Have a cat named Steve, and he's down here Shut on up. the floor.
0: He's named after Steve of Stranger Things.
4: Whoa! I love, I love like yeah. weird people names for pets, like Jimmy for a dog. Like, yeah. love it.
0: No, how exciting! Who cares about your children? You have a fish named Steve. I, uh, by the way, I, I can't
4: wait till Steve passes on. I said I, it. Uh, yeah, no,
0: I look the fish. I have a Ugh, long history, so much work. of guppies. The only thing living in our tank now is a snail that's been there much longer than a snail should have ever lived it is this aquatic snail and it is so happy that everything is dead and i'm like please die so i can get this counter space back yeah i
4: know i just want to give that fish tank away so badly we went away for five weeks in the beginning of the pandemic and i was like listen henry if the fish doesn't make it Listen, like maybe we should give it away now. And he was like, "No." And he was like, "No. Let's just like let's take our luck. Let's 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 see what happens." Robin, and
2: that fucking fish lived. You left. have to tell everybody why you got that fish. Oh yeah. Okay. Is, All right. I got a, the
4: okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Jamie and I were on the cover of of Gay Parents Magazine, and I, I so I said to the kids, I said w- each of us with with our families were in the magazine. So I said, "Guys, we're going to be in a magazine." And Henry, you know, third grade, he goes what magazine and i said i said gay parents magazine he goes and then and then like five minutes later he was like i want some boys in the house because even our cat is a girl and i was just like so we go to the fish store because i was like how about we get a boy fish so we go to the fish store and there's this lady who's like helping us get the fish and i said so which tank has all the boy fish and she goes you can't and she's behind him and so i'm like this and i'm like i'm like that one, they're all boys in there, right? I, and she goes, uh, "Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all boys." And I was like, "So, so we have no idea." But Stephen Red, both boys. Nice.
0: I, poor, hi, Jamie. I know you are heard too, but I'm going to talk about fish a little more. Uh, hey, I don't care. Fun fact that I learned about fish: uh, guppies. Not only can guppies change their sex. Okay, so <gasps> if you, I had boys, they can change their sex and. Then once inseminated, they can store and self-fertilize themselves. So the day I woke up to 20 baby guppies in my tank, which oh, I... they thought you going to say, in your womb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's loose, <laughs> Just hanging out. I was like, I'm so glad I cannot store and self-inseminate because that might be oh just horrible God. accidents waiting to happen. But... I will never have another guppy in this house as a result of I'm so
4: glad you told me that. I know. You're you're welcome. I didn't know that.
0: And also, does giving away the fish for adoption, does that mean flushing it down the
2: toilet?
4: No, I was legit going to see if I could give it away to some other (laughs) sucker in the building. I mean, it's 80 apartments. Somebody's got a kid younger than mine that's, like, feeling bad and, like, wants a fish.
2: Yeah, it's true. I also feel like maybe guppies are more evolved than us as a species for that.
4: We got to get a guppy on our show and talk to them about their yeah, family. Yeah, we should.
2: <laughs> so, how do you? How did you make your? Tell us about babies?
4: making babies alone. <laughs> tell us about that. We just, all we hear is like bubbles. We're like, boop, 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 boop. boop, boop,
0: boop. Jamie, welcome to One
2: Bad Mother. Uh, who you. lives in your house? So myself, as you know, uh, my wife Anne, my lady friend, as Robin likes to say. <laughs> Our daughter, who's six, Rose. Our son, who's two, Orion. And that's it. We we just we had a dog, but she just passed away I'm recently. So, sorry. so that's sad. I know. It's she, very she's st- hanging out with she's
4: hanging out with Red. Yeah, our dead fish. I am Roxy.
2: Oh, Roxy, good baby. Yeah,
4: day, yeah good. she's cute.
0: Anyway, so
4: way to bring us down, wait a Jean. Second.
0: <laughs> I'm But I'm more startled. Wait, you guys are lesbians? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I know wait
2: we're like are we never oh, know right? I know you'd never know <laughs> then that's the point <laughs>
4: other than the wife thing
2: other no than way. the wife thing
0: all right let's get in to the podcast if these ovaries could talk take us back to when you guys came up
4: with this and uh, how it's grown All right. So, so Jamie had some issues trying to get pregnant. So her wife was the first one to carry and then she wanted to carry and she was all, oh, it's gonna be easy peasy. Yeah, cut to unexplained infertility. And then Jamie weeping in a corner and acupuncture (laughs) and getting books and, and like then changing doctors. And she was like, and she couldn't find anywhere a podcast or a, a, a source or a resource where they were speaking to lgbtq folks what i'm so Nothing. surprised right, yeah, right.
2: Shocking. well <laughs> not shocking. even a website not even a website yeah yeah
4: do you want to do you want to cut in jamie or you want me no no i just cut okay. in that was my okay. two okay. cents no i like you keep cutting in you're I love doing it.
2: good you're doing good Thanks, although jamie. i wasn't Thanks. weeping in a corner you were I love my you. Story. You, in I my story you stepped
4: on the poop <laughs> and you were weeping in the corner i was Don't really wreck strong throughout it all Okay, I'm like a warrior. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, a warrior who was weeping in a corner. Yes, and so so she has this idea, like we'll create a podcast, and she was like, Robin. Now keep in mind, we don't know each other very well. Are no. like we are in the same circle of lesbians, like you do, and That's every once moms. a year, there's a like pod. this.
2: gay gay family
4: it it was a pod before pods right and and there was this gay family uh picnic through the gay and lesbian center and we would go once a year and that's where I would see Jamie I'd seen her probably three years and she goes you want to start this podcast and um Jamie didn't know that I had just finished like a creative project I had just finished up this like digital short series and I had like time on my hand and I was like
2: yeah let's do this This is where I have to cut in. This is where I have to cut in. Because I knew we're both entertainers. I'm from the acting world. Robin's from the acting world. I knew she was an actor. I knew we were in the same kind of stratosphere, which is why I came to her about it. Um, But I didn't know. Like, I'm really good at, like, coming up with ideas and never acting on them. That's, like, kind of my mojo. That's what I do. That's how I live. Right? I didn't realize that Robin is the exact opposite. So I came to her with this idea for a podcast... Because I had just discovered podcasts. So I was like, ooh, that would be fun. And then we had, I met with her at her office for an hour. And we had 20 Google Docs made by that point. And we were talking about, well, we have to start a Facebook page. We have to start an Instagram page. We have to start a (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we're going to get it all. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't really going to make this. And then that's how this happened. So you guys have become
0: friends uh, while making the show. Yes. Yeah. Teresa and I didn't really know each other at all. And so we became really good friends through this. And I think that it does make for a fun dynamic, don't you think? The, like, you don't know what may, the other person might be thinking when it comes yes. to a topic. And I I love that. I think that's yes. a lot of fun. So you start the podcast. Did it turn out that, <laughs> this is such a dumb question. Did it turn out that <laughs> it was needed? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no no we did one episode and we shut it down we were like well <laughs> yeah. that was fun
2: <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't needed at all it, it was very needed apparently i mean like that's the reason we made it honestly yeah yeah we knew it was needed we knew there was a, a void because uh i went searching she went searching even when we brought it up at the, because what robin didn't mention is when i brought it up to robin we were at cowgirl the bar where there was a like, kid-friendly space in the back. I'm saying that in quotation because <laughs> yeah. that's what we did every picnic after the picnic because we didn't really spend much time at the picnic. I <laughs> We were like, you got a
4: sense of this picnic. Let's move to the bar.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we all hung out. The- but w- what she didn't mention is that we were with all of our other gay mom friends. It was It's just a bunch of gay mom friends with our yeah. crazy kids. And even when we were talking about it at the bar, that it, first day, all of the moms chimed in and were like, oh my God, yeah, you have to do this. I'll be on it. I'll be on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how we made our first season. So, yeah. You know, like, we want to tell our stories. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, there was a need. Well, it turns a out it's good if you tell your stories.
0: You <laughs> <should> go figure. <laughs> so the focus... Of the podcast and the book, you you guys use the term non traditional, and I was wondering if you guys could define for you non traditional.
2: I mean, it's pretty much when you say Jamie, anybody other than like cis heterosexual, you know. (laughs) I'm going to bring that word in that you that you never say Robin, but you always have on the tip of your tongue heteronormative. It's not never say it. It's it's any um family that it does not fit the heteronormative mold and yeah. and yeah. i and, and robin and i both hate saying terms like that because we really just oh, on yeah. this we don't do that like that's why we say not we actually non we came up with non-traditional because we couldn't think of a better way to describe it and <laughs> since we started the podcast we've heard from a bunch of folks better ways to say it but we're sticking with <laughs> we're sticking non- with it non-traditional just because uh we're non-traditional i don't know no i like it because it's broad mm-hmm. it's right. not it's not as it's not limiting yeah. which right. is incredibly nice. It's I, it's not your mom and pop family. It's not yeah. you know, there's so many families and it's not just we're not talking just gay families either. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. there's so many there's single single parent families, grandparents. Go ahead. We, we yep. had
4: we had this woman, um Liz on the podcast in one of the early seasons, and she has she's a single mom by choice who had a baby whose kid Shares the same donor as one of my kids. And yeah, and it was a fantastic, like, and it was like, we talked about our journey and like those, I mean, some of those families like vacation together. We haven't, but we see people when they come to town, but that's, she's a non traditional family and she's part of our non traditional family. You know, it's so there's, it's a really broad tent. It's, you know, it's really interesting.
2: W- uh, that the, we've had two um, single moms by choice and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's more than that, but um, their journey has been even tougher mm-hmm. than a lot of ours in the world because yeah. uh, single moms by choice are really, really persecuted in the world. It's crazy. yeah even that even Liz, she had a, uh, oh, an God, episode where she was trying to get a pass for, passport for her son. he was a baby. And the guy who was issuing the passport, she didn't put a name as a father. She left it blank. And this guy wouldn't let her go. Wouldn't let her go. No, he has to have a father. He has to have a father. You have to put a father's name down. And she was like, he doesn't have a father. He doesn't have a... Like, she went back and forth with this guy for I, like 15 minutes, she said. In, fr- now, in front finally, of her kid, by the way. In front of her kid. Yeah. And then finally she nice. said, I, and finally she broke down and said, I don't know who the father is. Just put nothing. I don't know what she said. But she, like, she said, I don't know who the father
4: is. And then the guy was like, okay, so now I can process it but which, she, so he had slut. to hear <laughs> sorry i just exactly. like he I mean, had
2: to hear her admit that she's a slut basically yeah. right yeah. which she's not no right like she I used don- a donor it was a very intentional family she did it on purpose
0: yeah um, i know
2: yeah so And and even our other, the other single mom we interviewed, same issue, same sort of issues that she had even in the medical world with trying to be a single mother by choice, even though she was gay and, but she didn't go that route. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, no. but it's well, like that's the thing like that's the thing when we started the podcast. We were talking a lot about the process of, of making our families and we realized really early on that these stories are the ones that need to be highlighted and told like what people have to go through to make an intentional family and what we have to walk through and what people don't know like just people have no idea that there's no way for an LGBTQ family to be made without paying period without full it. Hey, there's full no stop.
0: Yeah, I know. I love it. Access. I mean, I, just, I I love it not that you have to pay. Yeah. I love it that that... Is... <laughs> that ha ha. <laughs>
4: the, you deserve it.
0: <laughs> you deserve it with your lifestyle choices and your lady friends. <laughs> uh, no. I... <laughs> God, people are just horrible. Yeah. Uh, want to. Uh, not trying. I want to get us into an opportunity to talk more about some of these challenges. Yeah. So the book, If These Ovaries Could Talk, it is so delightful Yay. and at the same time thank you it has a lot of information in it mm-hmm. as, and some of that information isn't necessarily like hey come g- <laughs> come gather around right, right. <laughs> but it's it's worth it so the first the first part of the book you interview all these people sharing their Uh, difficulties and complications trying to plan their families I guess you go into it thinking I probably know what everybody's gonna say (laughs) and then you're surprised so yeah and you don't yeah is there anything that you were like
4: wow that's so I mean so many So many. I mean, like that, like (laughs) like that whole first half is about how you're going to do it in your path, and like we just had, you know, story after story, like heartwarming stories, heartbreaking stories, like you know, a a story of a a family that lost a foster child to cancer, story of of two gay men who were like afraid of being out with their family and afraid to travel, like that that someone was going to think they took a child. You know, it's just like heartwarming. Like you know, just but also like what people had to overcome. Like Judy Golds in the book talking about being on the the first Rosie O'Donnell cruise and these families being together for the very first time and being able to be out as a family. Like some of these people hid. This was the '90s. Some of these people hid 51 weeks out of the year. I have goosebumps just like talking about it because it was I, so like. And it's moving. Just talking about it again. Like, you know, go ahead, Jamie. I,
2: I also no. I want to say also. As 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 triumphant and as um, harrowing as some of people's journeys were, it's also just, they were also just, there were a lot of normal journeys, too. No problems. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I mean, the only difference is they had to buy the sperm or they had to get the mm-hmm. surrogate. Yeah. And it went smooth and it was boom, 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 bow. And now I'm a parent and I don't have hang-ups. You know, so it runs the <laughs> gamut, you know. Um, yeah. Like every family. And that's, yeah. I think that's the point. And we share that in the book. We share the families that went through difficult journeys and the families that had really easy journeys. And I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that's really just the point of this whole thing is we're just like all of we're just like everybody else. It's not different, and everybody knows that too. I think deep down. Yeah. But- no. It, at this point, everybody should know that. Yeah. Should <laughs> should. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <Yeah. laughs> you, would okay. uh- you would hope. You would help. So. Yeah.
0: No, well, I want to, let's talk just about that. One of the things that you say at the opening of your book is that you will also, the book will also serve sort of as a window into, like, the the lesbian couple's house down the street, right? And I would, before reading the book, I was like, don't, again, don't pop this bubble for me. Everything's going great in there. (laughs) Everything is balanced and equal and wonderful. They talk a lot Um, and
4: they communicate.
0: Yes, it's so great, and they eat a lot of fish, and they have white wine. I don't know. They do. Um, <laughs> they really do, and olives, and olives. Yes, and olives.
2: We love olives. So I do we, and with that,
4: <laughs> I do too. I
2: don't. It's okay. <laughs> no, Robin doesn't. I do. I, I don't see, like. I, I only like one of yous, not a lesbian. Of
4: those <laughs> things, I only like the white wine. So that's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, along with peeping in your windows. There was also the talk of etiquette. Now, we on this show have many opportunities to talk about garbage that falls out of people's mouths <laughs> all the time. Even just the moment, if you go through the process of having a, carrying a baby in your body, uh, that just starts it right there. You know, like that. It's, it's just like, oh, are there children in your life? We get to talk about all kind of garbage to you right. and touch you. Mm-hmm. So, tell me a little bit about the LGBTQ experience when it when it comes to that. Just so I can say, oh my god,
2: I, I think this is this is all very well. People mean. Don't mean, mean anything well. when they say things. It's, I it's agree. It's microaggressions. It's not, you know, it's, they don't I realize agree. what they're saying. And, and a lot of times the things that come to me from what people say are from some of my closest friends that they just don't even realize what they just said. Even, yeah. even my mother at one point said something that I was like, are you kidding me? But like <laughs> y- you hear, so who's the real mom? Or which one's the mom? Or who's the mom of which one? Which, uh, we're both the moms, We're both the real moms. Doesn't matter who birthed the child, I'm the mom. That's how it goes. Um, And also, people will say because in my family, my wife birthed my daughter and I birthed my son with the same donor. So they share a genetic tie, but one of us doesn't share a genetic tie to one of the kids each. And people will say, like, if I'm, if I'm, uh, having issues with my daughter, who I'm not genetically tied to, I've had best friends say, "Well, psh, she's not yours," or, yeah. or when I say, "Oh my Ouch. God, he, I, he's so easy," well, he's yours. That's why people yeah. say that. Well-meaning folks say the craziest things. <laughs> It is crazy. It is, but you're not thinking. But
4: you know what's also interesting too is like, so I, my wife is not genetically tied to either of the kids. I had both of them, but they each have different donors. So they are in essence half siblings and it's all very complicated and mixed up. But no one's ever said any of that to me. But I think Jamie and I, like that's part of what's amazing about the book is yeah. it what's laid out is all these different experiences from positive ones to negative ones to that and and Jamie and I um are both really really open and so like people will say dumb shit to us all the time and we're just yeah. like it's fine you don't know what you're doing i'll walk you through it yeah. like i'm the blonde mom that's the other one people call me mary all the time i'm like no that's the other one like it's and it's and it's fine like you know i sign yeah. all the all the stuff to the schools the blonde mom just so people cuz nice. they don't know how to separate Separate us, but so we're open and we're educators, and it doesn't bother us. But there are other people in the community who yeah. it it does bother them. Or like like we interviewed this one woman uh, who had a they adopted a biracial daughter, and the questions mm-hmm. they would get were oh, so yeah. loaded. And she just said she yeah. felt like she said maybe if it's the first question that came to you, you should think that I've probably been asked that about a hundred yeah. times already. And she said she felt like a like a circus act like people like were like a freak show like people were like you know and she was like what is it you really want to know and I think I think the etiquette part of it that you were mentioning is like what like what's your relationship to this person when you're talking to them like what what is it you really want and like what's the space in which you're talking if you're having cocktails like just ask the question you want to ask I don't know
2: do you want to know if I feel as close to my daughter as I do to my son ask me that yeah. Right? I, I yeah. it's okay. And that's me though. That's not everyone. So yeah. it's um you got to know your audience. Yeah. <laughs> know your audience. I agree.
4: <laughs> but isn't that just like anything else? Like you have to like you yeah. have to monitor yourself and like work. Like don't be an idiot. Don't say dumb stuff. Like, you know.
0: Well, how hard is that? But also I don't know if but, you've been out in the world. But <laughs> it's also true, people, it's true. you
2: know, but also people have to learn and and yes. Uh, yes. you know, you got to ask the questions. You're never going to know if you don't ask the questions. Um you know, and don't come at it with hate.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't well, hate I think, I mean, that's, <laughs> I think that's what
0: makes the forgiveness part easier when you can tell it's just, I, I'm with you. Most of the time they're harmless. There've been lots of times where I've made a joke to somebody like at a bookstore or somewhere. And then I'm like, oh, wow. I, that could have come out. Yeah. If she's having a bad day or if he's having a bad day, that's not going to read well right. right like and and you're right things come from places of just sometimes people just wanna say something and sometimes they're genuinely interested but that's just not how we're set up to communicate yeah. in this country and and i think having that barometer of is this just something i should respond to or is this something ugly i think i think that that makes a huge difference yeah. but we also say <laughs> don't forget everybody's got something going on yep especially right now and be prepared for somebody not to think you're cute yeah Yeah.
2: right get out when you ask something you know right I I also think that it's it's all good my like yeah yeah. my mom bless her heart she's listening to this I love you mom I love you to death but (laughs) she even said to me I had a hard time getting pregnant which Robin touched upon my friend who's the same age as me, became a grandma during the time when I was trying. <laughs> We're the same age. Oh, yeah.
1: Yep, when I was no. trying.
2: And my mom said to me, I told my mom, oh, my God, she's pregnant. Can you believe? I mean, Her daughter's pregnant. Can you believe this? <laughs> and my mom said, oh, my God, she's going to be a mom before you are. I can't even. She's going to be a grandma before you're a mom. And I said, Mom, I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm a mom. You know, but uh, also, I come. not yeah." Oh. I Exactly, but yeah. I don't judge. I don't judge my mom for that. Yeah. I love my mom. She didn't know what she was saying. She- we, they, everybody comes at it with your own ideas of who people are, and even when I see another family out in the world, I have my own yeah. pre- c- preconceived yes. notions of who they are. Yeah, it's in my head. Sometimes it comes out of my mouth. Yeah. What we have to do is be able to be like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Yeah, just I clean know, it exactly. up. Mom. Just clean it up. Yeah, clean it, it up. up. I clean clean up your mess. Yeah,
4: Jamie and I made some mistakes early on in the early seasons. We made some yeah. mistakes like with guests yeah. and we cleaned it up and we learned and we talked to people and we learned and we were like, OK, we won't do that again. Exactly.
0: So part two of the book yeah. is after a baby is in your house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do love the idea of just like ding dong. <laughs> baby. Anyway, there's a baby in your house. Now what? So you talk about coming out as a family and all of these different topics was there anything this is a sort of a personal as a writer as the writers of this book as well as hosting this podcast when you were revisiting your own stories what was there anything that suddenly you found yourself looking at differently or coming at differently once you started writing it or talking about it in this format because you know there's like there's talking to your friend or telling the same story over and over again and then You may have learned or have grown or have just
4: experienced something else. Only in the sense that like we've had time to process all these stories yep. as we talk to each and every guest. So by the time we got to writing the book, I feel like it was just we were compiling all the things that we had learned in these two years. Hence the mm-hmm. second part of the title, the things we've learned about making an LGBTQ family. Um, so it's like like for me, one of the in the second half of the book, one of the chapters that really stands out that's what one of my favorites is being out as a family. And that chapter is so important because as a a single person or just in a couple without the kids you can choose to hide and you can be like, mm. if if you if you choose to pass or if you can pass, like it's not always possible for everyone. But like, if you can pass, you can you can be like, I don't know that I feel like talking about this right now, and I'm just gonna let the yeah. Uber driver think whatever he thinks. That yes, I have a, a boyfriend and he's very handsome. Like I don't give a crap about what he thinks. So kids. like, yeah. But then once you yeah. have the kids, they're always watching and and hearing all these stories from people and and thinking about my experiences of like of internalized hom- homophobia that I had that that I had to overcome like I had to overcome that coming out as a um, as a gay person but then As a family member, too, like you can't not say wife. You can't not say like lesbian. Yeah, yeah." you can't not say any of these things. And you have to, like, in the daycare setting, you're interviewing and going, How do you feel about same sex couples? Like, it forces you to really confront yourself so that you could be the best person you could be for your kids. You know, I mean, we're still gonna go yell at them for other reasons, but like, I have to try to model this.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no i uh, i'm on the same i'm on the same page as you, Robin. It's the, when we started this podcast, my main thing was just tell, showing people how we make our babies because I went through infertility and I wanted to just help people through the process. And I really didn't think I had much to say on any of these issues.
4: And I'd be like, Jamie, <laughs> really? you have plenty to say. I was like, Jamie, you've got a lot to say. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
2: and then when we sat down to write our stories, or when I sat down to write my stories, I couldn't believe how much I had to say it's it's really prevalent in my life and so yes what Robin said yes you have to be out and proud for your children's sake and that's a very different thing than being a childless gay person in the world you don't you can hide well, we can hide not everybody can hide and so that but also there's one story that really stuck out to me when I was writing it I don't remember what chapter it was Robin might remember but it's my daughter had a a kid kind of bully her for not having a a dad when we were walking to school one day and she was goading her and goading her and the nanny that was walking with this kid finally like shut it down and said you know she doesn't have a dad stop messing with her you know and then it stopped and they started talking about poo-poo like they normally do and then as I was writing the story literally as i'm writing the story i started thinking about the pride parade in new york that we had just witnessed and how i realized that you know it it doesn't matter that there's not a man in my child's there's not a father in my child's life we have two parents that love her and everything but also we have the community we have the lgbtq mm-hmm. community that is all of the Everything I love about um, humanity in one thing, it's love, it's acceptance, it's caring, it's colorful, it's eclectic. This is what I love. This is what I want to instill in my children. And so, mm-hmm. no, I don't have a father figure, but I have a whole community behind us helping us raise our children. And my, when I ask my daughter, my six-year-old, what's your favorite day of the year? She says pride. Pride parade. Of course. The pride parade. <laughs> Cause know, we because we get to go to a
0: bar called Cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, we all go to a bar. We like and that get is up. why. And that and is what we instill in our children.
2: You there's know. bugging rainbows and unicorns. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, litter. Exactly. And that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like I realized I had a lot to say, basically. And also, no matter how you raise your kids, yeah. as long as you're doing it with so much love and teaching them acceptance, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And to be kind, I'll add. That. Just Sorry. be fucking nice, everybody. Be nice. Just come on, come jerk. Come on. be kind. <laughs> Just clean it up, for God's
4: <laughs> sakes. Clean it up. I know.
0: Don't make us yell at you. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're sticking around for the genius and fail part of our show. Again, guys, the book is called If These Ovaries Could Talk The Things We've Learned About Making an LGBTQ family and that is available for pre-order and we will make sure that there is a link go get it and please go listen to the podcast it is a you you already know how much fun that's going to be by listening to this now we will be right back with genius and fails One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com. Not sure what back to school will look like this year? Whether you are remote learning or learning in a physical building, you can find trusted caregivers for your every need, whether it's full-time, part-time, or anything in between. As the world's largest online destination for finding and managing family care, Care Care.com helps millions of families find high-quality care for their children aging loved ones, home, and pets. They can help with all your household employer obligations as well, including payroll and taxes with Care.com HomePay. I have a premium membership with Care.com, and right now I need support with remote learning, especially for my oldest, who eh, maybe had a math slide over the summer. All I have to do is type in my zip code, and boom, so many caregivers right near my home, pop up. It is joy and makes finding help incredibly easy. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit care.com badmother or use promo code badmother.
4: Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Genius fail time. Thank you guys for joining us. I am going to start this week... Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. I saw what you did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You mom are a genius. Oh my god that's fucking genius. So okay and we're about three weeks away from school. (laughs) School. Quote unquote learning from the house and I was like all right I gotta I got to get us back on some kind of routine. I have to at least remind them that it's not the Switch all day with me because I will play the Switch all day with my children because I am. That's a video game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, so, so I've been slowly introducing different things. And this week I was like, all right. My six-year-old knows how to read, but he won't do it. So, and my daughter reads a ton. And so I'm just like, all right, but they're all screened out. So I'm going to do one of those like library reading challenge charts for two weeks. Okay. I am such a genius. So I, it's, it's just, he has to read one book a day. Okay. Which is not a huge deal. My daughter has to read three chapters a day, which for her, not a big deal and there'll be a a kickoff prize Mm. kickoff like they do at the library and then on saturday if you've done all your books there will be another prize okay and then at the end of the second week there will be another prize and get this you can read bonus books and bonus books will count towards something else exciting small prize a few more t extra tv or switch time few more bigger prize so i just want to say everybody in the house is reading because we are all incredibly competitive (laughs) and so my children are a's they are they are type a's across the board so everybody's reading and that makes me very happy
4: genius for
0: you good job thank you good job thank you i think i need your model i i am so amazing so you are (laughs) By the way, I'm doing it at all of you. Okay, Robin, I believe you were going to share a genius with us yes. today.
4: All right, My genius is, much, is very simple, and I call it throwing money at it. This week, I'm like looking over my shoulder because one of my kids mm-hmm. is outside the door, but I sent one of my kids to an outdoor skateboard camp this week to get him out of the house, and I nice. separated my children, and there was no bickering from nine Ooh. to three four of the days this week and, and I felt so good it was just yeah it was just like just the idea that they were not one of them not in this house separated changed the whole energy and it was just yeah. like I forgot my daughter was here at one point I was like working in <laughs> my son's room in the office and I was just like this is fucking great but it was so much money that we can't do it again but yeah. for one week only I will live in the glory of the quiet
0: that's that nice. is so good. Yeah. What is it? What is it like to your when your children can leave the house ever? I mean, again,
4: it was just really unbelievable. It's like
0: tasting chocolate for the first time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like Doritos after a long diet. It was just yes, oh, just so good. You. You're
2: a fucking genius. Thank you. you. You're oh, a fucking genius. You're, you're both you. fucking geniuses, I'll tell yes. you that. Yeah,
0: thank you. Let's listen to somebody else be a fucking genius. Yes. Please.
3: Hi, business, Teresa. I'm calling the genius today. Uh, but first, I do just want to say that you guys are both doing such a great job, and I'm so impressed with the both of you handling this pandemic and life in general. But for my genius, it's really low bar genius but a genius nonetheless so my kid is two and a half and he really likes to brush his teeth and every day before that he has been asking to brush his teeth and i for some reason was telling him like no we do that before bed we don't do that before I'm not and then i realized why not this gets my kid to brush his teeth which is always a good thing And I don't know why I'm trying to fight this. So now he brushes his teeth before his nap, and it's going great. So that's the genius for today. Thanks for the show.
0: Yeah, okay. You're right. Low bar genius. (laughs) And those are the best bar geniuses, in my opinion, because who's not? Broken yes.
2: right now So broken.
0: What I love about this genius is when you think about all the things you just say fucking no to instinctively. Mm-hmm. You're like, no. Why? Because I, got, I can't don't, even. I don't can't like even
2: anymore. Nope. Because yeah. so I'm saying that like yeah. My job. Or you're like yeah. you dig
4: in and yes. you dug in and then you can't go back because you in. said no. no and now you're now it's yeah. gonna be like now they they won. So it's like I love that she yeah. caught herself and then she was just yes. like, why not? And then she just reversed it. <laughs> why? It's like she just like turned it around. She turned the car around and was like, yes, we can go get ice cream. I love that. Yeah, exactly. She, I'm like, I think I titled
0: it genius. Why not brush? <laughs> That's
2: amazing.
0: <laughs> That's a good question, guys. Let's just continue to go ask ourselves that all the time. Why not? Why not brush? That's amazing. You're doing, you're doing an amazing job. Now, failures.
4: Fail, 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 fail.
0: You suck. Let me fail you guys. Okay, I should by this point know my children better that if I set up something like a book challenge, it's going to go fucking south fast, okay? (laughs) These two started negotiating right out of the gate before the first book was even read. It was, what are the prizes exactly? How many prizes (laughs) are there? And like, do I get to choose between prizes? And what if I read like 20 books? Like my daughter comes in and she's like, "Uh, three chapters, I don't think I want to do this. And then she picks up, a book, and she read the whole thing. And she's like, so what does this count as? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Ten extra bonus? God, I don't know. And then that's going to make the other kid mad because the other kid's not going to have read ten bonus and then somebody's going to wind up with more shitty prizes than the other one. And and what's worse is I was so excited about kicking this off. And I was so sure that what I had ordered was coming that day, uh-huh. and not not two days later, I was like, kickoff prize, and for my son, I already had one, and I gave him his Bakugan, little round toy thing, and Katie Bell's like, who's my 11-year-old, is my kickoff <laughs> present here, and then I just, like, became the worst person in the world who did not have the, I was, like, on Michaels, and like, at, what can I get to this house today? <laughs> Like, right now, right? And we have, like, a heat wave, so we have no air conditioning in the car, so I'm like, I'm not going out to get something. And, like, this poor child waited. She is such a nice, nice child, and it makes me want to give her 20 other small prizes. But, like, it just, I walked into stuff in not 15 minutes after I'd announced this and was just like, what the fuck? I hate this.
4: (laughs) I messed this up. So...
0: Yay! Yay!
2: You can never win.
4: You really can't win. Nope. No, nope. what is that? You're, no good deed I'm, goes unpunished. Correct. Correct. I kind of just want to take the prizes and be like, here's your fucking. I've been negotiating, <laughs> the negotiating, the best. absolute lawyering, drives me insane. Yeah. Just, oh I offered you a thing. How about yeah. this? What if I do this? But no, I offered. Yeah. It, I'm like, I... then don't do. Then then don't be in the competition. Yeah, don't be in the competition. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's
0: right.
2: That's All right. right. God. Jamie. Well, gosh, I have so you much... You say- get to fail. Well, okay, so the original fail story I had, I want to share it, but I also just want to be like, listen, my two-year-old son, <laughs> we're on vacation this week. I'm pretty sure isn't, he hasn't brushed his teeth this entire week, so there's yeah. that. That's, that's a f- That's fail. a good one. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic Unless my fail. wife did it when she put him to <laughs> Maybe. bed. Maybe. I don't know, because we Could've didn't happened. ask each other, so that's also a fail. Those aren't...
0: Those aren't forever too. Yeah, I mean
2: it's okay. He's okay. <laughs> also, my daughter, my six year old, she's the tough one, she's the hard one. And I uh, I'm sorry, I'm sharing a lot of fails and I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she she thinks that she should get a prize for every little stupid thing she yeah. does. Yeah, and it was raining. It's been it's rained nonstop two days on this dang beach vacation, and we're here with another family. So we, I had to get, and my wife was working. I had to get the kids out of the house, so I brought them to the. Yeah, it's a it's a freaking plague outside. It's a pandemic, and I took them to the <laughs> dang build-a-bear factory no i did because i didn't know what else <laughs> to do job. i didn't know what to I do know. it's a new so bear it just really like really just emphasize the emphasize the fact that the child should get a toy no matter what she does yeah then yes. i took her to the store the next day and she just needed to get a cliff bar which is ridiculous <laughs> yeah and i can't yeah. tell you who does she think she is I, I can't tell you how I laid into her about this damn cliff bar. I laid into her <laughs> so hard because it was like a build-up of all the things I've given yeah, her. All of I've done everything for you. This whole vacation yeah. has been about you for you know yep. and I laid into my child yeah. about a stupid cliff bar. But what cliff I re- but listen, what I really wanted to share
4: <laughs> I'm so scared for where this is going, Biz. I don't know how you feel, mm-hmm. but it's like winding up.
2: It never ends. You should be scared. No, I'm ready. No, what I... I'm ready. This is is more like an inside thing. Personal? personal, A a deep deep, personal? A deep mom thing. I'm I'm anxiety mom. I don't know if you know anxiety Uh mom, but I am that mom. I'm the anxiety... I can't do the playground. I can't do the things where they do crazy, dare defying, crazy stuff. We're at the beach, which is anxiety mom's worst nightmare. The ocean's going to take them it's away. Bad. and it's um, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I know, Jamie. <laughs> oh, it's the worst place in the world for anxiety, Mom. Um, and the first day we went to the beach, that was days ago, the waves were crazy. They were curtains. It was huge. Ooh. It was crazy. And everybody was like, get in, get in, get in. And I'm not getting in. I'm not getting in. And I, I feel like I instilled a fear of the ocean mm. into my children um, yep. so much so that my daughter was in with our friends who, uh, she takes Rose in and she brings her in the waves and they do the whole thing. And it's been for years that they've done it. She got pummeled. They got pummeled. Cause like I said, the waves were curtains. They got pummeled. Mm-hmm. And now my daughter's afraid of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your and fault. I I really do feel like it's my fault, Biz. <laughs> I know you do. You're I okay. get <laughs> yes, and I, be, because
0: this is the fail portion, I get to tell you that you're doing horrible I job. Am. I am, <laughs> and I know that everybody's judging. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> is judging, and you should listen to that voice. Uh, but simultaneously, uh, it, it, there are lots of other ways we're totally destroying I mean, our children. Yeah. I'm Self-worth. destroying them. In so so many ways. you know, and and what's wrong with being terrified of weights? Agreed. Agreed.
2: Healthy fear. Healthy there fear. you go. Agreed. Hi, I'm
5: calling with a fail. Today is my birthday. My mother-in-law sent me a card, and in that card, as she always does, she included a bunch of sheets of stickers that she got for free in the mail from various places that want her to donate money. And, of course, I knew the stickers were really for my three-year-old, but I was being silly, opening my card over breakfast and trying to be a fun mom, and I took a whole sheet of stickers and stuck them all over my face and then handed the rest of the stickers to the three-year-old, who, of course, proceeded to stick them all over his face. And as I went to peel them off of my face, I thought, they seemed like they were kind of difficult to get off. I wonder how long <laughs> they've been sitting in my mother desk drawer. Oh, no. Later, I go to peel the stickers off of my three-year-old Oh, no. Screaming. They're leaving, like, gigantic red welts in the shape of the stickers all over his face. There were so many tears. It was such a terrible fail. Happy (laughs) birthday to me. You're doing a great job.
0: Oh, Oh. this is
3: so good.
0: (laughs) Like, I almost want to save this for a genius fail spectacular, but at the same time... We need this we need right this. now. I, I like that it started with I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try and be a fun mom.
4: Like, <laughs> like don't even try. Just don't even
0: try. Don't like the best laid plans from just trying to be a little fun. Oh. And there's like nothing worse than like my Ellis's my my son's skin. You cannot put a sticker on it. You know you go to the stupid grocery store and they're like, would you like a sticker? And like Trader Joe's stickers might be all right, but like. My local Ralph's, which is like a Kroger's or whatever, they would stick that on his hand without permission, and then you we could not get it off. And, like, for days, even if the main sticker was off, the adhesive was oh, still wow. there. And, like, talk about ruining somebody's life. This child will not use a Band-Aid. <laughs> and now everything is just a big open wound. But that's okay. <laughs> I've made them so scared about life they never get hurt. Anyway. They don't leave the Me bubble. Too. So Me
2: too. I
0: imagine the face uh, you have to do it and there's no like soaking the face you can't like oh. be like soak your soak your face oh, you can't
2: well,
4: i am so sorry poor
0: mama <laughs> she just she was just trying to have you like know, one
4: I fun agree. silly poor moment mama. in the yeah. midst of in the midst of this crap and the universe just slapped her right no. in the face that's what that felt like you just can't well,
2: win as a mom you can't fucking no. win you can't win you're doing a doing a horrible job Having
1: fun. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love you.
0: One bad mother is supported in part by varsity tutors. It has been challenging for students to transition from being in a classroom for seven hours a day to learning from home. Varsity Tutors delivers free live enrichment classes taught by experts that make learning fun. They have not only one-on-one tutors or group tutoring sessions for pretty much any subject, they have also small and large group live classes. Some of them related to things that are incredibly important to learn right now for school, but also really fun stuff like how planes fly. (laughs) And it's such an easy and smooth process. Varsity Tutors has hundreds of free online classes to enrich your child's educational experience. Whether it's a class taught by an astronaut, musician, or wildlife expert, there are fascinating subjects for everyone. Varsity Tutors also offers one-on-one tutoring, self-study tools, learning pods, and homeschooling resources. Varsity Tutors has a 4.9 out of 5 satisfaction rating. To reserve your spot in a free class, go to varsitytutors.com badmother. That's varsitytutors.com badmother. Give your child the confidence and keys to success today at varsitytutors.com badmother. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to
4: guide ourselves through everyday social situations.
0: Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy.
4: And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy.
0: Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do
5: a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found.
0: Manners, Schmanners. Get it?
4: If you're looking for a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network? It won Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards in 2017 and 2018. Also, I won. There were no horses in this country until the, the mid to late 60s. Specialist bovine arse vet. Both of his eyes are squid's eyes.
3: Yoghurt buffet. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life.
1: Farm-raised... Snow Leopard. True. Download
4: it today. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast from MaximumFun.org. Also, maybe start at episode one or, weirdly, episode 36, which for some reason requires no knowledge of the rest of the show.
0: Well, I hope you guys are enjoying this four-hour one-bed mother because I could talk to Robin and Jamie all day, and I did. I talked to them for a very long time because that was so much fun. I want them to be my new best friends. Speaking of people I could listen to all day and new best friends, let's listen to a mom have a breakdown.
1: Hi, Biz and Teresa. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. This is a rant, and it's going to be a-, a doozy, I think. Um I know I'm so lucky in so many ways, but today has just been like, how are we all supposed to handle this? Um, I was in what was supposed to be a career development conference with, from my work today, all day, which was, I mean, it's great that they offer that, right? And my boss encouraged us to do it, but I mean, I was interrupted like a million times because I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old, and I don't understand how... I'm supposed to develop my career, and maybe, and it seems like other people are able to do it with kids, and I just don't feel like I can, and I just totally feel stuck where I am. And then I had to take a break because my one-year-old, which is just so active, and he's such a sweetheart, but I'm like constantly running after him, and I can't look at the computer and be running after him at the same time, and. So I just had to take a break from the conference and take him for a walk, so we went to the park, and I sat down for a second on the bike, and, of course, he never sits down. And he's just off a little bit of ways from me, and I'm looking at him, and I see him pick something up, and I don't think too much of it. And, of course, it turns out to be the frog loop would seem like a total epic fail, and it was. At least he didn't put it in his mouth. And then we come home, and I try to put him down for a nap and he won't sleep I think he's transitioning to one nap a day so that means even less time for me to do work and then I'm supposed to be on this special ed town hall for my school district because my six-year-old's on the autism spectrum and nobody knows what's going to happen And the fall and I you know I just had this hope that he was going to be back in school and that I was going to be able to work when he was in school and Of course, now it's all remote, so it's like I'm going to have to be sitting next to him and helping him with the schoolwork, and at the same time, I get a contract from our daycare because they're reopening, but it's just occurring to me like they're doing shortened hours because of COVID, so it's literally impossible for me to drop the baby off and have my other son in homeschool at the same time. it just the schedule just does not work and my husband can't help but drop over pick-up because, you know, he has to be available for his work all the time if he owns no small business and he just won't ever make any allowances. So it's like I'm always the one having to make the compromises for my job and and I just was like, Oh, the baby will be back in daycare and, take care. and it's my it's six-year-old will be back at school, something will will happen so that I have time and neither of those things looks like it's going to be able to happen and just don't know how anyone is supposed to do this. And, and a lot of the people at my work seem to be just enjoying the fact that they can work from home and like, and nobody is talking about the fact that they're struggling and maybe that's because no one wants to say that they're struggling because they're worried they're going to lose their jobs if they say that, but I am struggling. Oh, God. Thank you so much for having this hotline. I don't know if any of this was coherent, but you're doing a great job. And thank you for everything that you do. Goodbye.
0: You are doing such a good job. And it sounded coherent to me. It is impossible. You're you're being asked to do something that is actually not possible. You cannot be in three places at the same time. You, you cannot, that is, not possible. <laughs> and you've got a six-year-old and was it a two-year-old, a one-year-old? That is, that is a baby. You, I, 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 I remember Ellis. Ellis was a mover. I can remember being at, like, school events for Katie Bell, and I could not understand how people were sitting with their kids in their laps. I, like a shark, was always moving around the auditorium or around the classroom uh, with Ellis because you couldn't just hold them, and that alone is exhausting you have that in your house and that is exhausting it is ridiculously unfair that this is falling all on you and I am not even just talking about the dynamic in your household everybody this is unfair that it's falling on us okay the uncertainty is unfair The fact that we have so many children in this country who require special needs, okay? They require special attention, and they deserve it, and they deserve a good education, and they deserve all the tools to be made available to them. And you, as a person in the world, deserve to be able to both work and have children in your house, Okay, how are we supposed to teach our kids at home? How are we supposed to manage this? You are correct. It is impossible. Of course, you're struggling. We are all struggling. It is a joke. Okay, it doesn't mean that there won't be days where there is success. And it doesn't mean that this is going to be how it is forever. But it is okay to acknowledge the days in which the struggle is too much, okay? You are not alone at all. The problem with, with the situation that we all find ourselves in right now is... There's this added level of isolation and an added level of so much we're trying to process and balance and think about all at the same time that it is really hard to see like even one inch in front of us, to, to even have the time to think about how not normal it is, to even think about the fact that you can't possibly be the only person who is dealing with with this because w- when do you have the time to to have that thought and I'm just gonna tell you that you're doing a remarkable job because you need to hear it okay you are doing such a good job and I see you I, I really see you okay what did we learn today guys Lesbians are just like us. Except they're lesbians. <laughs> and by us, I mean me? I don't know. <laughs> Cause there's a diverse group of people who listen to the show. <laughs> so saying just like us is not accurate. Oh my gosh. Robin and Jamie are a delight, and their book is so insightful and helpful and It just makes you feel not alone. Even if you are not a member of the LGBT community, I guarantee you, you will find moments in this book that you relate to and that you can share, especially if you have had to go non-traditional routes in getting a kid in your house. Everybody, you're doing such an amazing job. I appreciate you going with me today as I got all riled up about things that make me crazy that we have to cover sometimes. (laughs) So thank you. You're all doing great. I was saying to Stefan the other day, it just kind of hit me, and it's always dumb when something hits me that's so obvious. We went from spring of last year, all of us. We went from the pandemic beginning, all of us having to make these huge changes in our lives in how we work, how we live, who we see, where our, what our kids are doing, how we balance this. And then it was summer, uh, without camps, without daycare, without babysitters. And now we are rolling back into school and, and with no break. They, you're just supposed to like, are you supposed to be used to it now? Well, I'm not used to it. And so... It is the right feeling (laughs) if you are feeling like you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing. No one knows what they're supposed to be doing right now. If you do know what you're supposed to be doing right now, for the love of God, please call the hotline and tell us. Because I need serious direction. And I am not being facetious here. Okay? I, I know you wouldn't be doing it at me. I am all out of ideas. And... We all are finding that we have to push our comfort zones in ways we do not want to to make it work in the areas that we live in. And I see you and let's go see each other. Let's help where we can help and let's take space where we can take space. You're doing a remarkable job and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.
5: I got to slow down, mama blues. I got to slow down, mama blues. I got to slow down, mama blues. Slow down, mama blues. I got to slow down, mama blues. I got to low down, mama blues. You know that right.
4: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy,
5: baby, by, got down Mama Oh, said Daddy, baby, by, got down, Mama yeah. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.